0: have entered Kindergeist, a horror podcast
1: for kids and ghouls. <laughs> um, hey guys, welcome back to the Kindergeist podcast and today's episode we'll be talking about Eighth Grade by Bo Burnham. I'm Zakia, the host, and I'm with my auntie, the co-host, Saint Xanthi. Um. So I'm going to ask you a question first, because I always ask you. You always ask me the questions. Oh, in the, plot twist. Yeah. Um, uh, OK, so how do you feel about the movie for the first time you watched it? Because I know that you told me how you watched it in like an like in a school.
0: Yeah, I guess to uh, preface it with like why I thought this movie would be good for the episode is because when I watched it for the first time, I didn't expect it to feel like so horror like it's not a horror movie in the traditional sense of like there's monsters or supernatural, but it really communicates the horrors of growing up, especially at that age. Um, Like being in eighth grade and you transitioning into high school, it's like really terrifying. I think eighth grade was one of the hardest grades for me. That's scary, <laughs> but yours might be amazing. You know, yeah, I we'll did, see. But you did mention that, um, that, yeah, because I watched the film, the premiere of Eighth Grade, and it was at a middle school, and they had karaoke, and it was in like the backyard of the school. Bo was there, and all his buddies, and like, <laughs> I know, right, that came to support. But um, because you're also going into eighth grade soon.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I think that um, watching this movie really opened up a lot of things but I'm not really scared for 8th grade I'm just more of scared I'm just scared of like going in being there at physically at school than like staying home because of quarantine like from last year and it hasn't really um, hit me yet that I'm going back to school physically but like I'm I think that this movie really was an eye opener for me to see how or how everything will be like
0: most hopefully not some of the but yeah yeah because I remember when I said so what did you feel like and you said well I hope my eighth grade experience is not like that
1: yeah exactly okay I'm I think I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna just join more clubs and just be like more open to people but not like too too friendly you know like um like be best friends well I mean best friends are fine but I mean like you
0: know just being friendly with everyone like, what, what did you feel um, like Kayla, the main character of the story, um, is there like any criticism you have or any praise that you have for her character? Um,
1: I think that she was kind of like in the beginning, she was kind of too mean to her dad. Like he's trying. And then she was just on her phone. And I'm like, brah, it's like having dinner to me. apparent OK, so not apparently, but actually it's really rude to have your phone on the dining table when you have family around you, because like that's kind of that's no, that's really rude. That's like not even acceptable. Like I would get grounded because of doing that, you know. Um, But she had self growth uh, personally, um, which I think was great.
0: Yeah, I remember you said the the dad was your favorite character. He that's like a super nice example of a good parent, like who's so patient with her and knows that she's just dealing with hormones and like anxiety. And he just like doesn't punish her for that it's he's so understanding
1: yeah exactly which all parents should be like that (laughs) but um I mean if you have a different way of
0: um letting your kid grow up I mean go for it I guess that's the strange thing it's like I I feel like most parents are doing their best even though it's some it's so hard I'm not a parent so I can't say from experience but I can I know my parents (laughs) your your parents are great are great people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They always give me advice. Don't do this. And then they tell me the reason why, but they're never mad at me. They're just explaining it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm glad that you feel, um, like safe with their, um, help or guidance rather.
1: And, um, well, moving on, um, at this age, I know like a lot of people are attached to their phones. Like Personally, I feel like I'm real. I get attached to it sometimes and I can't really help myself. But other times I'm just like I want I don't really want to deal with my phone anymore, you know. Um I don't know, that if that's just me, but I feel like I sometimes need a break from it. Like today, I was actually on it less than normally. I I was actually building a house and <laughs> So a real house? <laughs> no, it was it was in a game, but I feel like in this generation, everyone is so glued to their phones and not really noticing what's around them. But uh, more people are starting to notice, like, what they should be doing, how they should improve themselves. Like, simply by just reading a book or something. The more that you're on your phone, the more you can't socialize with other people, which can cause anxiety. And, like, being alone by yourself will do that, which... Oh, me and my theanga, my co-host right here <laughs> we made a YouTube channel too, uh just like what Kayla did, but I was like way smaller. That was probably like five years ago ten years no not even ten years ago <laughs> five years ago or like six years ago, but um, in this movie, eighth grade, she was actually a youtuber who
0: didn't really get a lot of views, but I think eventually she started to inspire a lot of people I'm glad you brought up um that you used to be a youtuber. When I feel like you were six,
1: right? Yeah, I think six? so. I think it was six or seven. Yeah. But we don't talk about, I'm not gonna like. We don't that. talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. I got bullied for it. Yeah, but Why? Why? it was like, whatever. The, what did they say? It was in third or fourth grade, I forgot. Um, and I like showed them my YouTube channel and they would like laugh and I would be like, whatever. And then the principal was like, why are you laughing? And then they found out that and you're not even supposed to have your phone during school. So they got their phone taken away. And I was like, ha, karma, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, I just don't really talk about it. I just tell people I have a YouTube channel, but I don't really say what it. Like what the name was, you know, it was just for fun, actually. And before I wanted to be a YouTuber because I wanted to be like those girls who would make vlogs and like do stuff. But now that I'm looking back at it, it's not really a stable job that I would pursue. I mean, some people would probably do that, which I completely understand. If you're gaining, like if you're getting a lot of money from it and getting a lot of views. Yeah,
0: I would. I completely understand. But I don't think that's a good career path for me. Yeah, it, it seems like... um your response is knowing you is genuine. It's not like, Oh, I got bullied now. And now I'd let the bullies win. I think you genuinely love, uh, you know, like you, you said you want to be a realtor now and you, you browse on Zillow. So I, I <laughs> she literally browses on Zillow and we were in the Hollywood Hills and she said, Oh my gosh, that was on Zillow. <laughs> like it's a celebrity.
1: Literally. No. Cause I, to be honest, I never been there. I never been in the hills. So I was like, oh my gosh, we're up a hill. <laughs> and then we see all these amazing houses. So I'm like, by even looking at them, I'm like, blessed. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: so funny. But um, yeah, I'm like, I support you either way. Like if you ever wanted to be a YouTuber, I'd be like, yeah, just like people say it's impossible. Just do it. I'll support you. But it seems like you genuinely want to look into entrepreneur stuff now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's good. And um, it annoys me so much that you got bullied for it, though. It's like, people, they're so rude.
1: I know. <laughs> Kids are so rude. Like, get away. Like, jeez. Um, There were guys, so I didn't really care. I don't really mm-hmm. care what other people think about me. I'm just like, okay, whatever, you know. But when it's talking about what I've done and try to inspire people, I'm just like, back off. Like, stop. Because I'm trying to help people. And you're making fun of me trying to help people. It's like...
0: That shows a reflection of who you are in a yeah. way. So I was like, bro. Like, it's always like bullies are more of a reflection of how insecure they are than you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. With Kayla, it's like she didn't get any views, but she was just expressing herself and she was in a way inspiring herself. Yeah. Like giving advice. Yeah, I completely agree with her giving advice.
1: <gasps> um,
0: but like She was sort of, was she sort of bullied? Well, the people, well, the girls there were like annoying. Yeah. So that's a, (laughs) that's an important theme too, because she tried so hard to be liked by these people who obviously just walked all over her and had zero interest, which was so painful to watch, but is so also relatable because if we like, oh, wow, that person is so cool. I want to be friends with them. And we kind of like, don't see that we're, Hurting ourselves by allowing them to look down on us and treat us badly. So that was such a satisfying ending to the movie when she finally just spoke how she felt. And was like, I don't like who you like, how you treat me and who you are. And I'm, you know, so that was really even though it was awkward the way she ended it, it was still like so realistic and satisfying.
1: Girls didn't even care. They're just on their phones like always. I'm like, bro, do you have anything else to do with your life? I, I will literally like slap them in the face. Like, I don't care if I'm going to go to the principal's office. I hate them so much. Oh my gosh. Like
0: not the whole world doesn't revolve about around you. Like, yeah. Going back to when you said, um, being attached to the phone. um, I'm so curious about uh, you and your generation, your relationship to social media and the phone is so unique compared to any other upbringing because for my generation as a millennial, we had the internet and we had message boards and AOL instant messenger. Um, but it's so different, like social media is so different to that. So I'm wondering, um, but do you find that social media and everyone's attachment to it is, is it toxic or is it good or what, what would be a happy world of it? Okay, so I think
1: personally just depends on what you're using on your phone. What type of apps? or Yeah, what type of apps? Like, I don't know if this relates to it, but for example, TikTok. TikTok is toxic unless you're... There's different sides on TikTok. There's like Happy Side, like Adventurous. That's the side I'm on. And then there's Adventurous like, side? Like hiking or like oh, see. Twilight. My whole For You page is Twilight. So I'm like, I'm happy, obviously. It's not really toxic, so... The more that I see Twilight, the more that I'm not going to always be on my phone because I already I already know what to expect. But if you're on, like, drama and, like, Hype House and Charlie D'Amelio, I'm like, that's kind of, like, toxic. Like, body shaming. Like, people would be body shaming other creators. You know, it's, like, kind of—it's just really toxic. Um, Instagram, I heard that they're going to turn it into, like, a business type of app to oh. show your— items to sell and stuff. And I, I don't know. It's not, I mean, yeah, it's kind of toxic because of the beauty standards that people like put on the the internet. But at the same time, it just depends on what you're looking at, who you follow, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Like just involve yourself with the the positive sides.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like what I did. I'm watching Twilight. I mean, Twilight all over my For You page and on Pinterest and on YouTube, (laughs) literally on every app and on my phone, my widget, my widgets are like everything is
0: Twilight for me. And lots of Robert Pattinson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, we Uh don't really talk about that, but. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going back to like the horror of eighth grade and what makes it kind of like a an effective scary film of coming of age um, what did you find scary about the film
1: the gaslighting part the guys that the guy that was in high school um trying to gaslight her in the car oh uh, what else yeah
0: like he was creeping on her yeah it was weird I'm like why would you do that like yeah like unfortunately happens at any age. So oh, I, I remember watching that scene in the theater and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, don't apologize. You're in the right, Kayla. Like, yeah. don't say sorry for not wanting to do anything you feel uncomfortable with. Yeah. It happens all the time. Like we, we just don't want, like, especially as women, as girls, we just have this standard of like, oh, don't cause any commotion. Just be like, hey, it's okay. Even though you're like so upset inside. So that was such like that's probably one of my favorite scenes just because it's so terrifying.
1: Yeah, that's like I think that that's one of the most horror parts that I've watched. Um, I know that people are saying like, oh, that's probably not even horror, but it's like horror. Like it's like suspense or not really suspense, mm-hmm. but it's more of like a oh, no, what's going to happen yeah. next? or You know, that
0: uneasy feeling. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of brings me to the question. um, do you think that horror has to be scary to be horror? Oh, you should say "quote unquote." "Quote unquote." Oh yeah, they can't see my fingers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think so. I don't think it. They have to be scary. Like there doesn't. It doesn't have. There have. There. Do, how do I? See? It doesn't. There. How okay? I can't speak. Uh, you're <laughs> there good. doesn't have. Not in every horror movie there should be blood. That creates it to be horror like someone can have a paper cut you know and that could be horror but if there's no paper cut and something's like suspense is happening then that's horror still you know yeah. different sides of horror in general and I think that having an uneasy feeling while watching a movie is even like is horror is still
0: still in the category of horror so mm-hmm. yeah yeah I agree so that banana scene <laughs>
1: No, I don't want to talk about that. Okay, I I didn't even watch half of the banana scene because I covered my high eyes the whole time. I did not want to watch that. Is it looks like, it was so embarrassing. It well, first of all, it was embarrassing and it was painful to watch and it was like yuck. Like get a Oh my gosh. Like I would be like, what is wrong with you? And then the dad walked in and I'm like, oh, you better. I think he already knew what was happening. So if I was a dad, I would have been like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? What would you advise to Kayla in that moment if you walked in on her? I would be like, I'm gonna cut your hands off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think no. you're the horror. <laughs> no, not like actually, just like it was more of like a threat, but <laughs> I'm just gonna tell her, I'm just gonna take away her phone to teach her a lesson to not do that. Because that's disgusting. I but I feel do you feel like she
0: was just genuinely curious and Yeah, she know. was curious, but don't do that. <laughs> what would be the proper route if she was curious?
1: I No, I don't know. Uh, uh, Honestly, for me personally, I was just like not even no. <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't even want to think about that. Okay. I don't even <laughs> like the scene at all. That's like actually the worst scene in the whole movie. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's so true. I had to turn away. That's disgusting. I think that was the horror scene for you. It sounds like. Oh, yeah, it was scary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like it. But uh, but Elsie Fisher does a great job in the film. She's been in some horror stuff since then, which is super cool, like in uh, Castle Rock, which is like kind of like a universe of Stephen King books Mm -hmm. altogether. And the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot is coming up.
1: Oh, that's cool. Well, I want to add on something that's like off topic right now. But I really was it Gabe, the guy he met the, on the, the swimming pool in
0: the pool. Yeah, yeah. that they became Aww. friends.
1: OK, I shipped them. They're so cute. <laughs> yeah. Aww. Even though they're so awkward, but they get each other. You know, there's like something there. The date. Yeah. So cute. With the dino nuggets. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, I like that part. Is that like your ideal date? Dino nuggets? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not no. But I thought it was cute. But no, um, they. But I feel like they would be best friends. They because they
0: get each other. They have the same like. But yeah, that brings uh, me to um, the the guy that she had a crush on.
1: Yuck! <laughs> he's like every. He's like every other popular guy who's athletic and skinny Mm -hmm. well no offense i'm not body shaming him i'm it's just true you know and the
0: the music was all dramatic i I know he was so funny (laughs) i love the music though in the film
1: yeah but i don't i don't like him he's weird uh he's also too self-centered um i think that kayla can do more way better like gabe gabe is a nice guy um i don't like the
0: high school guy yeah, that's because he's the creeper.
1: I already knew where it was going when Kayla said that it was fine to drop off her high school friend first. Mm. Because they were going to be alone. Yeah. And it's like awkward. No, I don't want to think. That's scary. Yeah. That's scary. OK,
0: I'm never mind. OK, <laughs> can we move on? OK. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I thought that it wouldn't be such a popular theme to call eighth grade a horror movie. But there's an interview with uh, Bright Wall Darkroom. And they asked Bo and Elsie, they they said, did you know you guys were making a horror movie? And they do mention that it's not a horror movie in the traditional sense, but it's more of a change of tones. And so it's like, yeah, there's a huge self-awareness in how they wanted it to feel because it is so horrifying to grow up and have all these crazy things happening. Yeah, I'm scared.
1: Well, I'm not scared, but I'm just going to like probably um, have a lot of self-defense on me. Oh, I'm going to have bodyguards in the Secret Service <laughs> <That's> <laughs> following so me fancy. the whole time. <laughs> like the president, like Michelle Obama. She has a Secret Service. And then I remembered in Jesse. I don't know if you know that show. It's a Disney sh- Channel mm-hmm. show. And uh, she, Michelle Obama appeared in the one of the episodes. And um, security guards came out of nowhere. And Jesse was like... Where do all those security guards come from? And Michelle Obama went, well, it wouldn't be such a secret if it wasn't called, if it was called the secret service. I'm probably going to have like three bodyguards. So two behind me and then one in front. But then they're going to be like secret. So if someone touches
0: me, they're going to be like, oh. you'll yeah. be the only eighth grader with three bodyguards. Well, at least I'm going to be cool. But, um, you know, Kayla sent a message to her future self that she would as an eighth grader listen to and let's say since you're starting eighth grade soon well i guess tell your future self what is a message you want to send
1: um make sure you focus on your grades make sure you remember to do some extra extracurricular activities outside of school make sure you join one or two clubs you can always do more but at least try and get to one um so that your mom can be like, yeah, you joined to a club finally. So yeah. Well, I'm, I hope when you do listen to this, that when you go into high school, you join the newspaper, uh, for journaling. Cause I know that you're really good at that. Um, uh, make sure you're still reading because reading makes you more smarter. Um, and keeps your imagination alive. Uh, also make sure to, uh, have good people around you because the more you have good people around you the more that you get influenced by that happiness and positivity which motivates you to do whatever you want um I think that uh remember that like what your mindset was before where you know that you should have less friends that are nicer than the ones that are like mean and a lot you know just be friendly to everyone. Um, maybe enjoy it. Sort of but focus on school the most. So, yeah. There you go. That's all. Sorry I'm being such a mom anyways. But, yeah. No, that's
0: beautiful. Thanks. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but, um, I guess we can talk about inside. Uh, Bo Burnham uh, has this yeah the pan like he did everything himself he filmed it himself edited wrote um and you're more familiar with the album correct because you thought that he was a musician
1: no i i already knew he was like a comedian but i never knew he would like i i thought that singing and comedy was like two different things of what he would do you know Ah. i never knew that
0: he like is combined yeah. yeah he's a like a musical comedian
1: yeah
0: so how how did you come across his work? It blew, his so, his songs
1: blew up on TikTok. I started listening to his album. I was like, oh, this is really good. So then I started listening to it like maybe like three times a week, and I it grew on me. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. And then I found out my aunt here <coughs> literally uh, listens to it too, and he she loves him, and she literally saw Bo Burnham with her. On two eyes, (laughs) like
0: physically, but yeah. I think I started following his stuff around, it was like maybe right before what came out, his Netflix special. Um, And I just fell into a deep dive of his work. He has this incredible TV show that was on MTV called uh, Zack Stone is going to be famous. And I felt like it was too smart for MTV because it was about a guy who wanted to be famous just to be famous. He, of all people, would know about growing up in the Internet world, because when he was 16 or 15, his song on YouTube blew up his comedy song. And that's kind of how he got became famous. And so he said he started getting anxiety for a couple of years, and that's why he quit comedy. Um, So I feel like he's one of the best people to be discussing the Internet, social media, which he does in his work. I I really enjoyed his voice, though. His vocals are really amazing.
1: I know some of the songs were, like, kind of emotional in a sense, but he still brought that funny side of him um, in the songs, in that whole album. Well, yeah, the, in the songs. But, um, uh, is not album?
0: Yeah, uh, technically it's a Netflix special, but he has an accompanying album with it. Yeah.
1: But but um, I think that people just probably just see, like, the funny side of the songs first before, like, the emotional, how he actually feels. But I can see, like, both sides of it, you know? Um Overall, I think it's really good. So do you have a favorite one? Um, white woman's (laughs) Instagram. It's funny. Like it's so it's so true, though. So it's like, yeah. Okay, so personally, do you who do you think what age group should be watching eighth grade or?
0: Yeah, so that's a good point, because uh, eighth grade is rated R and. I feel like really, yeah. Oh, oh no!
1: I am twelve. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm turning thirteen, so it's kind of like I'm I'm basically thirteen. But
0: <laughs> I feel like this is a perfect movie for eighth graders to watch. Um, well, incoming, I, incoming, incoming. Yeah, incoming eighth graders because it's also a very um, important movie, like for for people of this age, because it kind of communicates that you're not alone in all of these anxiety feelings about social media, about being ignored, about not being proud of who you are at the certain age that you thought you would be. Those are all also very adult themes that any adult can relate to. Like we all feel like a 12 year old girl, you know, <laughs> even like men. So that's why I feel like that's the, the age. Yeah. Like Anyone can really watch this movie, not just 12 year olds and up. I don't I never really knew it was rated R. It doesn't seem like a rated R movie. Maybe because of the
1: banana scene alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so scary. <laughs> OK,
0: so who do you think would watch this? Who would you recommend like for like what kind of taste they are? Yeah. Um, Like anyone who exists online a lot and are starting to feel a little bit confused, like either in school or in line and who enjoys coming-of-age comedy, dramas. Um,
1: That's, yeah, I kind of agree. But I think that people who obviously like Bo Burnham, um, people who are dealing with anxiety and realizing that everything's going to be okay, um, I think people that are uh, going into, like, a grade that is more... Like people are more expected for you to do certain things. I personally wanted to watch it because my aunt told me, you should watch eighth grade with me. And I was like, OK, sure. Um, and I never really knew what it was about. She just said it was like com- the like going into eighth grade. So I was kind of like expecting like um, a
0: ma- immature eighth grade type of thing. Like like it's made for kids and doesn't go beneath the surface. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I felt. So did you feel like it was an accurate representation of your age group? Oh, yeah, I think it was. Um, Even though I never really gone through what happened in that movie, I just know that a lot of people are going through what happened in that movie in eighth grade. Was there anything in the film that, like, say you as a 12 year old, you would direct it, that you would change? The banana scene.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, the guy, the weird, no, the the weird skinny eighth grader. Oh, the crush, her crush. Yeah, with the curly hair, like the basic boy who played, I bet you he plays soccer. Like not, that's like an insult to be really? like. honest. It's like it offensive. About? I mean, not really. Well, I don't really care what
0: people think, but. My dad uh, played soccer.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 well, don't show him this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, uh. They just think it's like a, a girl sport, but I don't... I, but because most of the guys in my grade play soccer. Like most of the guys that are like, pick me boys. I don't know if you know what this is. <laughs> Wait, I explain for our audience. <laughs> pick me boys are like, oh my gosh, I'm so ugly. And I, w- I would be like, yeah, you are. <laughs> like you didn't lie. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. And like, oh my gosh. I remember this one time this guy was like no one will date me. And I was like, you're too young. And I was like, and then he was like, so, and I'm like, that means, and the way that you're acting right now is so immature. And he was like, well, I'm sorry. That's why I can't date anyone right now. No one wants me. And I'm like, I don't really care about what you're like. Okay. Like he was my partner in English class. I was like, whatever. And then, um, he was like, no girls like me, and I was like, "Yeah, probably because you're so immature and annoying." Like, <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I was in my mind, but I was like, try- "I rephrased that."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I rephrased it. I was like, "Like they're they're trying to
0: seek uh, attention. attention."
1: Like, bro, like get over yourself. Yeah, you're ugly. Yeah, you're annoying. Yeah, okay, you said the truth. What you want me to say the opposite? Like, bro, that's not gonna get me anywhere. Personally, like
0: sorry this is so rude but this is so true so like mm. so would you um so you're saying you would remove that character or you would change the character to be more like a pick me boy
1: oh I would remove him all the way (laughs) he's so annoying oh my god he's so self-centered and like annoying I'm so sorry this is so rude but it's very much true anyways um who else (laughs) Personally, I think the car scene, I feel like that would be a good lesson to teach people while they're watching movies. So I would keep that, but make it less intense because it was kind of scary. But I think that's
0: why it's good, right? Yeah, true. Funny. But it
1: was like, oh, get away, <laughs> you know? Um, uh, well, who else? Okay, I love the dad. The dad is like, I think my favorite person in the whole movie. <gasps> oh, and Gabe. Gabe is funny. Oh, no, we should take out the ugly, annoying girls. You're taking out all
0: the conflicts in the story. <laughs> yeah, which
1: makes it better. Okay, whatever. We'll keep the two girls who are annoying, I guess. We just, but what I want to change is for the, in the graduation scene, they punch her, both of them, and they both get a bleeding nose and one with a black eye. And their phone, like, breaks in the scene, where, and then the phone drop, and then it just cracks, and then they like, oh, no! And then they both get um, like a broken nose and a bad eye, uh, black eyes. So, huh. yeah, oh, yeah. that is a very good story. Oh, my gosh. I, wanted, I want them to do that. Why didn't they do that? That's like so mean. That
0: is quite mean. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But um, yeah, so I guess we can um, kind of segue in tonight. Oh, I just wanted to, before we go into the ending, just say that when I was your age, I wasn't as like eloquent and like intelligent as you are. So I really admire you. Thank so. you.
1: Yeah. Personally, I don't know if this goes into it, but a lot of people say that I'm very much mature for my age, which I completely understand because I am. But like, mm. no, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm not that mature. I'm just I just know what's right and what's wrong. That's why they think, oh, you're so mature. Because I, I know what's right and what's wrong. It's like the most like, it's the bare minimum, you know. It's like literally, it's not that hard, but you know, it is for a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> true. Okay, so I guess we can go into the quote of the night. Okay, so I would, um, I would say don't take advice from people like me who have gotten very lucky. We're very biased, you know. Like Taylor Swift telling you to follow your dreams is like every is like a lottery winner telling you, like. Liquid, liquidize <laughs> your assets. Buy
0: Powerball tickets. It works. Bo Burnham. So what do you think he's trying to say here?
1: I f- kind of feel like he's just saying don't get your hopes up too high or don't take a lot of advice from like famous people because they're already happy. They just want to give you advice so you can move on with your life. You know, <laughs> and just try. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that... And there's like when he was talking about the lottery winner type of thing, that's like one out of 100 people, you know, that's like not even. Well, I mean, it just depends on what you do on the Internet by being popular and stuff, but or famous. But yeah, I completely agree with what they
0: what Bo Burnham, Bo Burnham like had to say in his quote. So, yeah. What about you? Agreed. It's making me think, who do you think would be the proper person to take advice from? For example, if Bo said. Taylor Swift and these celebrities and even him would be the worst people to ask advice from. Like, who do you think would be the ideal person? You or someone in my family. Like people you trust and look up to.
1: Because I don't know Bo Burnham. I know what he's done, but I never really know his backstory or how he actually is. So I'm like, I can't really trust him like that. But, (laughs) you know,
0: um, that's the lesson. Don't trust Bo.
1: Yeah. no, actually, you should trust him because I, this quote is actually very much true. So. So he said, don't take
0: advice, but we're taking his advice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, that's so true. He said, don't take. But the, he said, don't take my advice, but he, he gave advice. <laughs> so are we not supposed to take this advice and and think? Yeah, oh, wait, what? So, you're so confused. So psycho, reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, well, that's. For today's episode, thank you guys so much for listening. um Subscribe to us, our Kinder Guys Podcast, and add us. Well, yeah, add us on Instagram and Twitter. Search up Kinder Guys Podcast, and remember, you are loved. You're a baddie, and always l- remember <laughs> and remember to always live on the fright side.